0: Hello and welcome to another episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I'm your host Andrew Waterhouse and in today's episode we're actually going to be doing something a little bit different today. We're supposed to be doing the perks of returning to summer camp but in this episode we're actually going to be looking at my interview with Camp America. So come on into our tent and I'll spill the beans. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp I'm your host Andrew Waterhouse And as I said at the start of this episode We were actually scheduled for a routine podcast episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp But I've decided to change it up the episode that's supposed to be this episode is actually going to be the next episode so the perks of returning to summer camp is going to be in the next episode whereas this one I really wanted to go over the interview that I had with Camp America so if you don't know uh, I have done two summers of Camp America and Recently, they had their fifty-fifth. I believe it's their 50th anniversary. They were founded in 1969. And I had an interview with them toward, I think, toward the middle of 2019. And I guess I should really have done this a lot sooner, but it's never really cropped up. And the other day I was scrolling through um, my Camp America stuff and everything that I've been doing for my book. And I stumbled across the interview that I had for Camp America to celebrate their fiftieth anniversary, and I thought, holy hell, this will be actually a really good podcast episode because it gives you a kind of sense of how I found Camp America, especially when I had the time to sit down and write about it, um, especially when they're asking such deep and meaningful questions. So in today's episode, we're just going to be reading over my interview, having a bit of a discussion topic around that as well. Uh, And also, I really want to make a quick plug for the website, there's no place like summercamp.com. That's going to be your go-to resource for everything that's discussed in this episode and those going forward. Um, I think I'm going to create some sort of section where there's going to be like podcast bits or bits and bobs from the podcast and you can just go on there and read the links and see the material that I'm talking about because in some of the episodes, particularly those that are going to be coming along later on, I'm going to be mentioning things like the best places for your summer camp fix, the best places to get your summer camp products, some of the best places that you can apply for camps, those sort of things. It's really going to be a great place that you want to see on the web rather than just hear it in your earbuds and then forget about it. So keep an eye out for that that will be coming soon to the website okay so let's begin with this episode this is my interview the 50 years of Camp America anniversary and you can see it for yourselves this is my interview with Camp America by Andrew Waterhouse so it begins Andrew from Northwich currently currently live in Northwich but fingers crossed hoping to move soon okay so I went to Camp Coleman for two summers one was in 2014 the second in 2015 and Camp Coleman was in Georgia and strangely they've Listed me as an IT, an IT entrepreneur, and I couldn't help but like laugh. Even even as I like speak this into a podcast, uh, I just found it funny that they called me that. It's quite flattering, I guess, but at the same time, I didn't really ask for it. I'm sure when I, um, I'm sure when I put my interview across to them, uh, I didn't actually say I was an IT entrepreneur, but I guess it's a a compliment, so. Thank you, I guess. As a little background, quick side note, currently I work in IT support, um, but I like to do these sort of projects on the side, so I guess I will take the compliment, let's move on. So, two summers, in Camp Coleman, which is in Georgia, which is really close to Atlanta. Um, That'll probably come up a little bit long in this uh, interview. So it begins... I'd always heard amazing stories from those that did Camp America and it never felt like I would have the chance. It sounded like a dream I'd never find the money or time to do. That was until one day at university I realised that my schedule of exams meant I would have the summer free. It was then I jumped in at the deep end and put down the initial deposit. From there I've never looked back. I applied to Camp America to make some amazing memories and friends while in the coolest country on earth. It lived up to expectation and more. I was a specialist who taught the kids how to camp outdoors rather than a camp counsellor. Along with my co, we would take the kids to some really cool camp out spots. It's hard to pick one favourite memory as I have so many. But one of them has to be staying at Squirrel's Nest in Georgia where we lead a camp out in tree houses for a couple of nights. It was hard work but oh was it worth it. So that's how the interview begins and I think you'll find with this interview they did cut and trim and they don't really have the questioning there but you'll get to see that there are parts of this interview where they will like ask me questions and i would respond and then they've like made a news article about it but yeah that's pretty much how I found Camp America Um, I'd heard that you know it's the ideal dream to go and try and do Um, and yeah I was at university one day and I was like holy hell I could actually do this this is like possible I could go out there and do it I've got a few months after my uh, exams finish why not give it a shot see if I get in and yeah give it a try one thing that I was really concerned about being new to Camp America was uh, the kind of jobs I'd be going for so when I mentioned the thing about the camp counselor, that was the kind of position that I thought every single role at camp would be I didn't actually realize just how broad of um role they actually hire for it's not just going to be people that are going to be sat with the kids all day and like have to have loads of childcare experience it's also going to be those that like are good at teaching people but on top of that it's also uh people who can you know, get down and do the hard graft because someone's got to cook the kids' meals, someone's got to tidy up camp, someone's got to lead camp. There's so many different positions and when I first applied to camp, that was definitely something that I was a bit scared of. So let's move on with the rest of this interview. It was different in the sense that I had never been around Jewish people before. Their culture meant that for the first time in my life, I felt like the odd one out. I was the foreigner. It was something to adjust to in the beginning, but there were so many other people in my position, that it was easy to feel at home while making memories of a lifetime. Okay, so that might be a bit of a push on uh, how it actually did feel. It did take like about a week before uh, I actually felt like I was in my zone and like totally fine with being around all these people, but... I go over this in the book, like, well, obviously, it's, it's the first day that I go to camp. The first day in particular was such a, like, you're literally dropped in the deep end. And at least for me, it was like, what the hell am I doing here? Because you get out at the other side of America, and you're suddenly surrounded by people from a different culture. And you're like, uh... <laughs> because at least in my upbringing, I was always in the comfort zone of my town uh north of london called potter's bar um and i just like knew my 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 friends who are very similar to me uh into their video games into football into all that sort of thing and when you get flown over to america you're you're just like slapped with this oh here's some here's a load of jewish people oh here's a load of israelis oh here's someone from New Zealand here's someone from Australia here's someone from fuck knows where and you're just like what the fuck is going on here and when you're like the one of the few Brits there one of the few people that speaks English as their main language it was like what the fuck you th- I thought I was coming to Camp America not Camp uh, Israel or something like that and it was a real like shift in gears for me So you'll get to see that kind of perspective in the book. I do go over it in the first day. But it does fade away. Um, It's not something that really puts puts me off. I look back and I just laugh at how, I guess, narrow-minded and closed off from the world I was then. Okay, so moving on. I've been writing There's No Place Like Summer Camp, a travel memoir book, that goes over exactly what summer camp is like within the summer camp bubble. It's the perfect book for anyone who is considering doing Camp America or has done it previous and wants to rekindle what summer camp is like. It's due out later this year, going through what it is like for a newbie to join a camp full of strangers. It has all the ups and downs, the gossip that spreads like wildfire and so much more exciting things I can't wait to share. I have plans to release my second year diary of when I return to camp, summer camp too. There are surprising differences between the time you 're the new person and when you return, all to be revealed so I guess that's going to be covered in the in my second in the podcast that comes after this one, which just so happens to be the perks of returning to summer camp um, I think the second book of There's No Place Like Summer Camp is really going to like shift a lot of people's like, minds of how different it can be. It definitely did for me, and I hope to get that across in a book. This, uh, coming back for a second year is a completely different experience, um, and I never really expected it to be that way. So I'll do one episode on the perks of returning and one on the cons. Moving on in the interview. I've also been working on a podcast, too, available through iTunes. It's called There's No Place Like Summer Camp and goes through the... Oh, I think I missed a word. Or they missed a word. Uh, It's called There's No Place Like Summer Camp and goes through Summer Camp Tips and Anecdotes. I will pick it up again later this year, closer to the book's release. There's No Place Like Summer Camp is a project I want to get right. And at the moment, the book is with my editor exciting times lay ahead it's fair to say that I'm a camp addict well here we are I'm here doing my podcast so (laughs) uh yeah I really 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 want to get this right and uh, I think there is a market for summer camp and it just needs to be tapped into in the right way I think so if you are enjoying this podcast please please go and rate and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice um i really appreciate that and yeah it's just crazy so yeah the cat the the book i'm praying to everything that it gets released this year i'm really excited to get it done and uh show you what summer camp's all about because there is no place like summer camp okay it feels as though i've checked off a big thing that you can only do when you were young a lot of my friends procrastinate over something as exciting as volunteering in America for months at a time. And they never end up going. The fact I've gone gives me confidence. And it's cliche but I have a l, l-, l-, l- but it's cli- Oh my god, I start again. The fact I've gone gives me confidence. And it's cliche but I have a whole load of lifelong best friends to boot. It's given me a wanderlust, where I was no longer afraid to leave my parents' home, and now I live miles away from London in Manchester. Last year, I even went on a tour of Europe alone too. I thought I had done it all, volunteering for years with my local scouts, but Camp America was a whole different level. My stories to friends usually start with this one time at summer camp, which is so funny to hear as I'm a huge fan of American Pie. But I can't help it, it changed me as a person, willing to try new things, introduce myself to new people, and travel a new continent. Solo travelling was a scary thing at first, but now I can't get enough. So, yeah, it, it did expand me, I guess, to travels, and uh, I did a con-tiki, a Contiki tour um, a few years after doing my second year of... Uh, summer camp. I just wanted a bit of traveling, and I had I came across some money, which is probably a, a discussion for a whole other podcast episode. Um, but yeah, I did a Kentucky trip where I went through uh, various countries of Europe, and I definitely would never have done that if I had not if I hadn't have traveled with Camp America, where I could be tested for independence and actually put myself out there in the world. So, yeah, that was crazy. Okay, so this next part, I think they'll ask me something like, um, what would you say to someone that's thinking of going to uh, Camp America? So this is what I said. I said, I could start by plugging my book. That's an ideal read for anyone that's on the fence. Um, which really is an ideal read if someone's thinking of going, but they're like hovering about and dilly-dallying. If you read the book, you're going to be sold and you're going to want to experience something similar. So I moved on by saying, seriously, though, I'm not saying do it, because a million other people say that. You need to know yourself if it's for you. So instead, I'll ask, what do you want from doing Camp America? Do you want to travel to new parts of the world? do you want to volunteer with like-minded 20-year-olds where you can make a ton of new friends or do you want to get to know some really cool kids you need to know deep down if this is for you will you look back and regret not going and i guess that's a point that goes out to everyone that's listening to this podcast as well because i think i've done an episode on procrastinating about going to summer camp and camp america because a lot of people don't go and <laughs> I, I, it baffle, it baffles me. So, um, th- those are the sort of questions that you need to ask yourself. Do you want to look back on your life with regrets, or do you want to say, "Oh yeah, been there, done that, I got the camp T-shirt kind of thing"? Moving on, the money I was paid helped travel after camp, going to places I could only dream of before. It was the cheapest ol- It was the cheapest holiday. I was going to say holiday, <laughs> holiday, holiday with a H. <clears throat> it was the cheapest holiday I'll ever have and the best job to boot. That was something that really didn't cross my mind when I applied to camp. I didn't realize that you actually get paid out there. And as soon as I realized that you do get a little bit of money while you're out there, it was like, what the fuck? Like, how, how's not everyone doing this all the time? And trust me, I'd love to be able to do this if I could again Often I go to bed with dreams About being there for my third year at camp But that's for another episode as well That's for the cons of returning to summer camp um, So yeah, when I realised that you do get paid out there It blew my mind And it, made, it let me go to places like Miami, Orlando uh, New York and Washington DC Um Places I never thought I'd ever, ever be able to go to because America growing up was always this glitzy, glamorous, amazing country in the world that was leading the way and only rich people go to. And I never was one of those. Um, So it was unbelievable to see that you could actually get some of the money back that you put in kind of thing. Um, Again, probably elaborate on that in a later episode. So... There's one camper my co and I met while doing some errands for camp from the airport. She's called Sophie. We had to pick up Sophie and her best friend Barry from Atlanta airport and drop them off at a campsite in another state. From the moment the four of us met it was such a laugh. We played mobile games together on the ride and I got my first Chipotle en route to their collective astonishment. Whenever we'd see each other around camp, I'd be sure to high-five one truly memorable camper. So this was some of the highlights they asked for um, moments between myself and campers. In the book, uh, you, you will quickly come to realise that the, the job I had wasn't so much as close to the campers as you might think. Um, probably, definitely lower than the average kind of um, summer camp camp america position it was a role that was very demanding but it had its off days and you weren't with the kids 24 7 in other camp america positions you wouldn't get as much leeway i don't think but this particular highlight for me was a great day and you kind of had to be there but the book, I think, will uh, get that across. It was a really great, memorable time in the four of us travelling through about three or four different states through America. It was like, what the hell are we doing here? The summer camp bubble is very real. Everything under the bubble is exaggerated and means a whole load more than the real world outside. Every day at camp, I'd be knackered after a tiring day of work and how many activities you do. Camp friends were with you through all of that, as well as the travels afterward. The once in a lifetime trip makes for once in a lifetime friendships from people all over the globe. I do uh, tie Camp America down to uh, Big Brother a lot it's very similar to big brother if you ever watched big brother in its heyday and i have to say that big the 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 shows like big brother at least uh from about five years ago were my um guilty pleasure shall we say i was a big fan, (laughs) fan of the shows um well, the, the celebrity ones were great as well to be honest they're both they both were great but I don't watch a, a much TV but Big, Big Brother is one of those shows that I'd compare Camp America to because you are literally locked inside a camp and you don't really see the outside world much and the relationships in the house so to speak are just so crazy so you can expect a lot of drama Only last month, a friend from camp who is from New Zealand came over to the UK to stay for a couple of years. I've met up, helped Scott settle into the UK and planned many trips out of the country with him and British camp friends. We each have each other on social media, one of the only reasons I keep Facebook and the like these days. As a larger group, we occasionally have meetups through the year for birthdays, drinks and the like. The first year, actually, let's let's just pause there because this kind of highlights how you can make friends all over the globe and they will travel half the globe to come and see you because, yeah, it's been absolutely insane to have one of my best friends from uh, Camp America from 2015 fly over to the UK in 20, I think it was the end of 2018 when he actually touched down to see him come over four five years after my camp finished and literally as soon as we met it was just like back to being a camp and even when I see him these days it's just like floods of emotion and you're like whoa like I cannot put into words the the levels of friendship that you make at summer camp it's like no other and i'm telling you it only gets better as well because you want to travel with them afterwards there's a real special friendship there um so if you want to come to summer camp and do camp america um, um i'm not even getting paid by camp america to say these sort of things you know but uh jesus christ go and do it we've got a little bit left the first year I travelled with Scott, so this, this is where they asked me about what I did after camp finished, I think. The first year I travelled with Scott, who is mentioned above, with Chad, who's from the UK, which is a bit strange because of his name. Anyway, he's called Chad. Both of whom I had only met at camp. I'd never seen them before, only when I went to Camp Coleman that I did realise, holy hell, like, these guys are really cool, let's go and arrange something. So we travelled to Miami to see my co-workers Fraternity House and then we explored Washington DC and had fun in New York. The second summer we got a larger group to go to Orlando. We went to Universal Studios and the girls went to Disney World. It was a blast and I could only wish I stayed longer. So looking back at uh, at my Camp America experience, probably the one small regret that I have is I should have stayed the maximum duration for both of the summers that I went. I think each time I went, I did two weeks of travels afterwards, which is pretty insane when you think about it because if someone goes away from work for two weeks, you think, fuck me, they've had a long holiday. But two weeks after summer camp finishes... Yeah, that's also a long holiday, but you come back to the real world a little bit too soon. So, yeah, I had my reasons for only doing two weeks, but should I have done four? It's something that plays on my mind. But you can see that the the levels of place that we went to, Washington's, the Disney World's, the Universal, uh, Orlando and New York and DC, like, come on. Okay, need to calm down. We've got one paragraph left of this interview. So they asked me, what did I learn from summer camp? So I said, camp taught me how to be independent above all. Did I say that right? Independent, Independent above all. Because to go to Camp America, you need to be on the ball. You need to have all your documentation sorted, the suitcase packed, and the flights booked. I've never solo travelled before. My friends and family were in awe. And at camp, it taught me how to make friends with new people and work like there's no tomorrow. So that's pretty much my Camp America interview because, yeah, it was amazing to be uh, selected, really. Um, to be part of the 50th anniversary of uh, Camp America. It started in 1969. Well, <laughs> um yeah I was, it's crazy so if you do if you do want to check out the interview it's available i'll put a link on uh there's no place like summercamp.com but i thought it'd be a cool little thing to po- to post and show that um i have got other ideas for the podcast as well if you do have some ideas yourselves um feel free to tweet me at andrew w09 that's androow O O W zero nine. 9 um or you can get in touch through the website as well there's no place like summercamp.com um i guess for the next episode we're going to be talking about the perks of returning to summer camp but in the greater picture of the podcast and i am going to be adding uh, little twists and turns in these podcast episodes so i am looking at doing series ideas Uh, One thing that I want to start doing is interviews with people and discussion topics with people that have perhaps gone to camp with me or maybe they're um, somewhat famous in the world and they, they have their own Camp America stories to share and like get behind this project that I'm so passionate about. But anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. That was my fifth... 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 I can't speak. 50th anniversary interview with Camp America. Um, I'll see you next Tuesday. Shall I leave that in?